Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to episode two of the NBA at 75 over and back special on the slam dunk contest. Episode one was all about the 1984 slam dunk contest, the quote unquote inaugural NBA slam dunk contest. We're going to jump ahead two years now to 1986. And really when the NBA slam dunk contest became famous for being the night when spectacle took center stage. I'm Rich. Of the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is in coordination with Fansided.com and their NBA at 75 series. Uh, make sure you check that out at Fansided.com. Also at the Step Back at Fansided.com as well. Uh, this is me just going solo. This is Rich just going solo. Uh, Jason will join us at some point during the series or for a wrap-up show or at some point very soon. You will hear from both of us uh, again. But for now, you're stuck with me. So let's get into it the 1986 NBA slam dunk contest. 5'6", Atlanta Hawks point guard Michael Anthony Jerome Spud Webb probably wasn't the night's best dunker. Yeah, he didn't even have the best or the biggest dunks, but none of that really mattered. What Spud lacked in traditional quote-unquote great dunks, he made up for in showmanship. The 1986 NBA slam dunk contest was a changing of the guard moment for the competition. It made us question, what is a great dunk anyway? What really is, and who really is the best dunker at this time? That stuff doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The competition featured several guys who would fit the mold of the quote-unquote traditional great dunkers. Shooting guards and small forwards around the 6'4 to 6'8 range. All explosive athletes capable of rising well above the rim to slam home a dunk. Ah, but tradition stinks. Traditions are meant to be broken. And in 1986, what we knew about great dunkers and great dunks was thrown out the window. On this night, the dunk contest became much more than just an athletic competition. It became a spectacle and a sideshow in all of the right ways. Fresh off an appearance on The Tonight Show, Spud Webb, a rookie, dazzled his hometown audience in Dallas en route to a shocking defeat of Atlanta Hawks teammate 
Dominique Wilkins. Still the shortest player to ever win a dunk contest, Webb's performance led him to receive national endorsements from Coca-Cola, Hardee's, Chips Ahoy, and many more. Today, the game of basketball is played above the rim. High above the rim. And whether you're a big man or not, we invite you to take your game higher in Ponies, SST, and Collegiate. The first soft leather basketball shoes cleared for takeoff and ready to fly. From 1986 onward, the NBA Slam Dunk Contest become much more of a sideshow than a competition. The crowd's influence in determining a winner would become apparent and would be a central theme throughout the years of the competition. On this night, tradition was thrown out the window. The 1984 contest was all about looking to the past to build for the future, and in 1986, the future had arrived, and it arrived in the smallest package possible. The competitors. Roy Hinson. One of the key players for the still-rebuilding Cleveland Cavaliers, Hinson parlayed a career year with Cleveland into a trade that saw him move to Philadelphia for the 1986 number one overall pick, Brad Doherty. Jerome Kersey. The second year Portland Trailblazers forward was still figuring out his place in the NBA. He would eventually become a franchise cornerstone for the Blazers. Paul Pressey. A steady role player for the contending Milwaukee Bucks. Terrence Stansberry. Perhaps the first true dunk contest guy. It's the best way to describe it. Stansberry would play only three NBA seasons, but participate in three NBA slam dunk contests, 1985, 1986, and 1987. Terry Tyler, the oldest competitor in the slam dunk contest. Tyler broke in with the 1979 Detroit Pistons as a reliable forward on both ends of the court. He's representing the lowly Sacramento Kings. Spud Webb, the 87th overall pick in the 1985 NBA draft. Nobody could have expected Webb to even make the leave at 5'6", let alone participate in a slam dunk competition. Dominique Wilkins. The constant of the first three NBA slam dunk contests, Wilkins is a full-blown superstar at this point and would lead the, lead the league in scoring. Gerald Wilkins, the younger brother of Dominique, was a late replacement in the competition for the injured Orlando Woolridge. A very good player, unfortunately in the shadow of his older brother. The competition. The beautiful absurdity of the 1986 slam dunk contest begins almost immediately as Spud Webb does a reverse dunk that hits off the top of his head and out of the basket. It confuses judges and fans alike, leaving everyone to wonder, did the, did the dunk even go in? What the hell what happened here? Stansberry, who I mentioned earlier, was the very first quote-unquote dunk contest guy. What I mean by that is he's not that good or he's not that well-known or high-level but he was a dunk contest guy. He would participate in the slam dunk contest and do great. He is, to me, one of the more underrated dunk contest dunkers of all time. And he starts his run in the 1986 contest by hitting his now legendary 360 Statue of Liberty dunk. Which, by the way, still to this day is Terrence Stanbury's Twitter account, is 360 Statue of Liberty. So, I think this guy is a dunk contest guy. That's what I'm saying. And, and again, like Sandsbury, unlike many of the early dunk contest participants, isn't well-known or high-level of a player. He'd play only three NBA seasons. He'd participate in a slam dunk contest during each of those three years. And, you know, over the years, we've become familiar with a lot of guys who will be dunk contest guys. And they're in the dunk contest simply because they are great dunkers. But Stansbury is, is perhaps the first of this and arguably one of the best. First round, his first attempt, he had 34. Oh! 
the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty 360, and that's what turned him on in Indiana last year when he finished third in the slam dunk. Stansbury had a little difficulty in the first round. Missed his first two attempts, came back, and there it is in slow motion, the 360 Statue of Liberty. I thought he might save that, but he went to it right away. Right. Not content with simply being Dominique's younger brother, Gerald scored a 50 with a beautiful free throw-ish line dunk over a chair. An early prop. Again, spectacle. Terry Tyler does a basic dunk a few feet in front of the free throw line. Jerome Kersey. He would uh, later trade high-flying for stable all-around play on the court, but this time he's a dunker. and He throws the ball off the backboard for a beautiful one-handed dunk. He and Stansberry will soon enter a dunk-off to break the first-round tie. Stansberry dazzled with a double-clutch reverse. Kersey missed his dunk and loses the dunk-off. In the second round, the momentum of Webb is building. This guy isn't just here because of the hilarity of a small guy dunking. This dude may win the whole thing, and Webb stakes his claim to this in the second round with a bounce off the court, and then the 5-6 guard grabs the ball and does a reverse that makes the crowd go insane. Another 50. Can he really do this? Oh, my goodness. John, this young oh. man has been so impressive in oh. a crowd with a standing ovation. You see the tens flashing. That's, that is out of sight. You know the one thing, John, the creativity of that. Absolutely. Absolutely, Rick. Look at this. It looks like he's taking a shot. Now, the timing that that ball should bounce just right. He meets it at the height and does a reverse. A 50 from Spud Webb and a deserved mark for sure. It'd be fair to say that, uh, well, I guess it wouldn't be fair to say that uh, Dominique Wilkins was jealous of his Hawks teammate at this point. I'll be definitely want to remind people that this was his competition, that he was the defending champion as he throws down an explosive windmill dunk to take back control. Later in the second round, Hawkins hits yet another one of his famous dunks, a split-legged double-clutch reverse dunk that's delivered with such velocity you would have thought a grenade went off in the building. Despite a valiant attempt by Stansberry, we're going to have an all-Atlanta Hawks final as Spud Webb battles the defending champion, Dominique Wilkins, for the crown. Webb starts the final round with an insane 360 dunk. A 360, Spud Webb is five foot six. Spud Webb can't palm the ball. Before the contest, Webb is gonna tell the New York Times, I can do any dunk the rest of them can do, except dunk two balls at the same time like Dr. J. My hands are too small to palm the ball. It didn't matter. Spud Webb just did a 360 dunk. Wilkins counters with a 360 dunk of his own. It's insanely impressive. It's Dominique hitting a 360. It looks great. It sounds great. It's everything you could possibly want out of a traditional dunk contest dunk. But as we've talked about, tradition stinks. Get tradition out of here. We want spectacle. And this shows the new era of the slam dunk contest, the gimmick, the sideshow, the spectacle. It's all done to perfection here. With each subsequent spud web leaf through the air, the crowd grows more and more invested in their hometown boy. And who among us can't find inspiration in Webb, a man with the height of a very normal human being, or God, he's even short by most human standards, quite literally floating in the air to throw down dunks nobody his size should have any business doing. Webb is defying both gravity and logic, and on this night, the Dallas crowd has no time for the naturally gifted athletes, and instead, they are fully invested in the man called Spud defying the odds. The judges award Wilkins a 50 for his 360, and the Dallas crowd boos heavily. They have made their choice. They've picked their winner. Don't take this from them. Spud's final dunk. Continue this night of unbelievability, 
as the ball bounced off the floor against the backboard and Webb threw it through the rim with one hand. Ladies and gentlemen, it's over another 50. This was Spud Webb's night. Wilkins finished the competition with his famous nuclear bomb baseline windmill dunk. The judges, including Cowboys legend Roger Staubach and, I mean, who else? But of course, women's tennis legend Martina Navratilova. They took their sweet time getting the scores in. And as they're doing that chance of spud, 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 rain out over the arena. The judges, I'm telling you, the judges had more pressure on that than Dominique. You know he's going to deliver something. Look at I, t- I think spud's <laughs> going to win. The judges are dying over there. I don't think that dunk by Dominique was a 50. Let's see what happens as the chant, the crowd chants spud. Like the Olympics. <laughs> oh, how people love the underdog. 49, 48, our new slam dunk champion with an incredible upset, Spud Webb. You think Dominique? I didn't think this guy had a chance. Shows you how much we know. What a surprise. Boy, that was thrilling. Wilkins got a 48, and it's over. His quest to repeat dashed. The slam dunk championship stayed in Atlanta, but the trophy, only a couple feet shorter than Webb, is in his hands. The storybook ending. For this win, Spud Webb is going to win $12,500. That's nothing in the NBA in 2022. That's, that's barely fine money in 2022. It would barely make a dent in most players' salaries today. And, and really, I mean, in 1986, not that much either, at least for Dominic Wilkins. In 1986, though, that $12,500 represented roughly 20% of Webb's yearly rookie minimum salary of $70,000. This was life-changing money for Spud Webb and a life-changing moment for Spud Webb. Webb would participate in future slam dunk contests but never reach the heights he did on this night. His actual NBA career would defy logic as well, as he would start from, you know, kind of a bench role-player role on the competitive Atlanta Hawks to becoming the centerpiece of the early 90s Sacramento Kings, scoring a career-high 16 points per game in 1992. This night, though, Webb not only transformed his life, but gave all of us a look at what the slam dunk contest could be. Everything that has made slam dunk contests fun, the theatrics over the last four decades, can all be rooted in this night, this moment, and the 5'6 Spud Webb gliding through the air as a raucous Dallas, Texas audience chanted his name, Spud, Spud, Spud. Future short guys would go on to win multiple dunk contests. Nate Robinson, three to his name. Guys would use props and sideshows and all that. It all starts here. This is when tradition is thrown out the window and you don't have to be the best dunker in the world. You don't have to be a naturally gifted athlete. You just need to bring your A game at the dunk contest and you could have a chance to win just like Spud did. On this night, Spud Webb showed us everything that the dunk contest could be and everything that made the dunk contest great. It's not always about the best dunker on the best night. It's not always about the best dunks on the best night. It's about the best show, the most fun show. Who is spectacle, the sideshow. Who who is going to make this event matter? Who is going to take center stage? And on this night, that man was Spud Webb.
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode two of the NBA at 75 over and back special on the dunk contest. Two down, eight more to go. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Make sure you support our friend Rich Latta, Rich Latta32 on Twitter. If you want to listen to everything else that he's done, the music beds you're hearing on this are all from Rich Latta. So thank you so much to him. Go to Twitter, Rich Latta32, support him, pay him for some stuff, pay him for make, to make some music for you because listen to this stuff. It's great stuff. It's incredible stuff by Rich. So thank you so much to Rich Latta for that. And thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you check out these articles all also up at thefansided.com. Also the step back at fansided.com. Again, Jason will be back at some point very soon. But for now, unfortunately, you're stuck with me. So this is the Over and Back Classic NBA podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Over and Back NBA. And we'll talk to you again next time. Take care. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.